to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We are covering Love is Blind Season 4, Episode 7. I was going to say Season 7, Chris. Just a, <laughs> a view into the future. <laughs> but Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, let's start with Kwame and Chelsea again. The these two, as this has gone on this episode, for me, Dave, we were talking about like, you know, the situation with Zach and Bliss and then if this carries on, it's all for the show and trying to work out. And the only one we could, I, well, I could surmise, and we both said it was Brett and Tiffany were the only ones who looked genuine, looked like there was like talk of after the experiment, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Chelsea, fucking bullshit, Dave. Pair of absolute <laughs> blaggers. I mean, if Kwame's laugh doesn't show that he's blagging it. But he just constantly laughs at anything she says. She'll go, what's the weather like? He goes, <laughs> and I'm like, is he, as I said, is he scared of her? What's going on? You know, he's, he, he was pissing me off in this episode, Kwame Dave, because I just thought everything he said was just fake. And when it came to where we're going to live and they both weren't, you know, they were both going to give an inch there. And then eventually I was like, well, he's coming to live in Seattle because I've not got a job where I can... I'm mm-hmm. working remotely and I'm thinking, well, Kwame's saying he's got a running track and he plays football four times a week because he's an ex-pro. Sometimes five. Sometimes five. <laughs> he's not going to be moving. So, I mean, what do you think of that? Because when they met a dad, he seemed like a good guy, but there's something off with Chelsea and Kwame's just faking this, Dave, now for me. Yeah, I guess I, I, I'll sort of give Kwame a pass. I know what you mean. I, I don't know. Is it nerves? You know, until someone's shoving a camera in your face, you know, for 70% of the day, it's difficult to really know, like, would you act as your true authentic self or would you have a nervous tick and, you know, laugh in inappropriate moments or something? So I'm giving him a a little bit of a pass at the minute. But the way sort of Chelsea had built up meeting her dad and everything, I thought, Christ, I bet he's like a bit of a tyrant kind of thing you know he's he's probably going to be quite judgmental chris he seemed absolutely lovely yeah, <laughs> he couldn't he be happier for them and i'm like yeah. well, the way you built this up it isn't representative of him that doesn't mean she can't be still nervous but i guess he just wasn't what i pictured given her reaction in the build-up to it but um chris i've, I've said she's a bit of a glen close for a, a few episodes now and I didn't really see anything to change my mind today. Yes. I thought the, the the whole conversation about where are they going to live, and it wasn't so much the conversation they were having with each other. It was when she was speaking to the camera and she was saying that, you know, well, obviously Kwame knows that family is really important to me. Uh, I can't do a job that's remote and, you know, he can. So it's pretty obvious, isn't it? And I'm like, uh, hang about. So, so you're just saying like he's got no life there at all. It doesn't even warrant a conversation it's obvious to you and chris i I just i still have that impression that he's a fucking sperm donor (laughs) that's how she sees him and yeah i I, i've just not veered off that path i think i was 
maybe suggesting that in the last episode that you know she's got that myopic plan of of where she's going to in her next steps and Kwame just happens to be the bloke who's in those shoes right now and yeah I, I just didn't really see anything uh to to say I've got it wrong there today no, and I did like in this episode, it did expose the couples, Dave, who were on the show for the reality, the Netflix, you know, Instagram career. You could see that, you know, because, you know, they surely must have been briefed, like, you're going to get married. You know, and common sense is, well, one of you has got to move to the other person's property, or you're going to decide to move into a flat together. You live pretty close mm. together. Interesting that Kwame's not actually from Seattle or Dave's from Portland. He's about two, three hours away. So yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. So, but but they were within the facility. I know America's a lot more different in the UK. You know, people up sticks in the UK and move like 20 miles and people are like, oh my God, where have they gone? I can't see them now. And they, <laughs> yeah. they don't speak for years in America. It's standard practice for people. Yeah, to commute people <laughs> to move across the country and get together at the holidays. It's a complete different lifestyle. But yeah, I, I, I did like that today. Everything just seemed to sort of expose the blaggers. And, and these two got no chance. You're right. Great guy, your dad. Just something's off with her, and I think that's why she's still single because she's so demanding, and it's all her own way. And and yeah, really strange. But uh, his laugh is pissing me off, Dave. By episode seven, I've got to say, because he's doing my head because it was so fake. But anyway, Dave, I've got an important discussion with you. We're going to talk about Micah and Paul, Dave, or Mika. And Paul. So <laughs> Mika and Powell. Yeah, Powell, Paolo. <laughs> so Paul's mummy's calling a Micah. And I was calling a Mika in the last episode. And I'm thinking, hang on, we do call the footballer Micah Richards, don't we? So what have I been doing wrong here, Dave? I got called out on Facebook I over don't it. Know. Just for me. I've lost myself here. <laughs> and then a mum's calling a Micah. And I'm like, well, that's what I was calling it, because that's the I UK abbreviation. No, I- I think you. I think you were saying the Mika. Mika I said Mika last like, week. Mika Richie, Mika. Rich. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Dave, but I've lost it. But anyway, it's Paul, Mika, like it, Michael. Mika. Mike, yeah. Paul's mum was calling her Mika. I'm going with it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> she never corrected us. We'll go to Mika from now on. So, right, let's get back to it, Dave. Paul's mum. Let me hear what you think. Well, she's disturbingly quite like. A, a, an older version of Micah. Or, <laughs> 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 oh, ah, fucking hell, I, I, you've got me questioning myself now. That sounds wrong. I think it's Mika. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right. Paul's other half. Let's yeah. go with that. Blonde woman. Yeah. <laughs> No, so, um, yeah, Paul's mum seemed incredibly excited. And you know what? Paul, in the pods and then in the honeymoon and everything, came off like this bit of a hunk. And as the episodes have gone on, he's just turned into, like, a university lecturer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. And, like, when she was going into his... Um, into his room. I mean, he was definitely, it was, it was like a student pad. Like all the furniture didn't necessarily match. Uh, oh, you know, on the street. Clothes, 
Yeah, the clothes that he wanted to, that he wore often, were just on top of his uh, chest of drawers and whatever. And it was, it just felt like a student place that, you know, you, you're only there for, you know, nine months out of the year and then you're going to go home for the summer and then you're going to live somewhere else the next year. And yeah, he just seems to be becoming more and more student. And you could tell the contrast because she obviously is quite particular. She's got an eye for um, how things should be or uh, strong opinions about how things should be. So, yeah, I, I I see them kind of veering apart. But then I was never that convinced by him anyway. I just think... I mean, her mum is is quite happy to marry marry him off, isn't she? And she seems like a bit of a stalker, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> she'd already before she met her, she'd already scoped her out on the internet and whatever, and and knew what her parents' names were and everything. And they were good Christian people, Dave. That's what got me. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, you've been stalking her Facebook and everything and researching. Google and all that. Instagram. Everything. Proper stalker. (laughs) Yeah, proper stuff. So that was strange. And like you said about Paul, like the eldest and blah, blah, blah. And then you're right. Paul's just, I don't know what he's doing with his life. Because I think what Mika was doing was she was, or Mika, she's called, she was, she was, she was basically going in the flat, the apartment, sorry. And you could see the dollar signs going, holy shit, this is going to cost thousands for me to, to correct all this. And then obviously she says she's got a place in Arizona that she lives as well, Dave, because obviously with a job, she can do that. And mm. that, yeah, there's just nothing. Again, this is another couple who have been exposed for me, just completely in it for the show and just running through it. So they get to like the proposal bit and they're both going to say no, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I just, they're too far apart. And, and like I say, uh, as Paul has drifted more and more into becoming his student self, <laughs> I think it it just seems further apart, you know, for, for what those two need from each other. No, it does. It does. And just quickly on Kwame, Dave, I did like the fact that one of his main items he needed to move in with Chelsea was his Xbox. Respect there, my friend. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> uh, but then... <laughs> but, but, but they do apparently have the same lube. Um, so, yes. so that, you know, they can save money uh, on that, I guess. <laughs> I wouldn't get one free. <laughs> what a fucking bit of dialogue that was, Dave. It was just like, because it was a bit where Chelsea, I thought, oh no, she's going to go in. And then she went, I've got that. So I was like, fair enough. It was quite funny that bit. But, uh, but, but another couple who surprised me, Dave, and I've got to say, Brett, PS5, VR, there's a gamer. I was looking at all the stuff. He's got all this stuff proper kitted out. Tiffany was like, oh my God, everything he's put away. Blah, 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 blah. She was quite astounded. However, these are the only ones I believe because it was a conversation about pooling money together for mortgages mm. and money and that. This is genuine conversations. If you were going to move in with someone and you were looking at that down the line as a couple, if you didn't love them that, that you would have. So I, I thought it was great. He was like, I don't want to be chasing for me. Just split stuff down the middle. And I'm like, no one else in this competition is going to have this conversation because no one else is staying together. But these two have definitely got a chance. Yeah, I think it was quite a real conversation. I, I didn't quite like how it came across at one point, but then I thought Tiffany pulled it back. She started to say something like, you know, you have expensive tastes or something, but I want to make sure it's within a price, within a budget that I'm comfortable with. And I was just like, oh, I don't like that. But then she started to say, well, ultimately, I don't really care what, 
I, I don't need to know everything you spend your money on. Just, you know, we make sure the bills are paid and stuff. I think that's when he was saying that, oh, you know, we're, I thought he was suggesting not splitting it down the middle. I, I think he was suggesting he probably earns a lot more. So, you know, they'll split it more like 70-30 or something. But like you say, these are the kind of conversations that, you know, you've got to really have, aren't they? You know, if we're going to pretend that these guys are going to actually get married, then... You know, you you've got to figure this stuff out before you you make that commitment. Of course you have, of course you have. I've said millions of times on the podcast, Dave, best career movie I ever did. Sam had a house, a car, yeah. mortgage. <laughs> I turned up with a bag full of videos and some clothes. <laughs> you can't hear me, luckily, Dave. But there you go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a running joke between us that I did. It was the best career movie I ever did. You must have loved me. So, uh, but but you're right. The real conversation. So I do hope. These give us something. We've slight. I know we've laughed and joked over the last few episodes about sort of yeah, they're together. You know, the boring blah blah blah. This is we got a bit of flesh on the bones as a couple. So fair play, yeah. and they're still, they're still in love. But one of the couples who are not in love, Dave, and I definitely well, I don't necessarily. I think maybe Marshall is, but Jacqueline is not interested one bit in this <laughs> relationship. And I didn't get the dialogue where she was having a go at him when he was just being nice. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand. She's brought a load of baggies into this experiment. She's saying it's too much. It's like, surely you've seen like psychologists and that's like, why have they put you in this situation if they could see, unless she's hidden it. She's in a bad space at the moment and this is not for her, Dave, at all. No, she's not into him at all, is she? And, you know, I can't say I, I particularly like her, if I'm honest, Chris, because all I hear whenever she's saying something is me, me, me. Yeah. All uh, Whatever she's saying, it's always that kind of theme. And, you know, uh, yeah, at some point, she's just going to ditch him. <laughs> and it's a shame because his family seemed lovely. They were very inviting, very welcoming. And, you know, she sort of played along but i yeah i think the half-life on this couple is pretty short yeah these are the ones who are gonna bin it off straight away so no i'm with you there i'm with you now the last couple dave zach and bliss now i said to you in the last episode i felt there was just something starting to show with zach why the, the other uh, ladies were like don't like him don't like it. the guys were all vouching for him he's a fucking bell and dave and and <laughs> You know, we said if these get together, then it's a joke on Bliss's part. However, Bliss's dialogue towards him, I quite liked. She was like, she's basically saying, you fucking didn't, you ditched me for someone else. You said so you love me. And then you picked someone else who you then got engaged and said you love them. And and it's just that. And then there's that weird thing in his flat where he went, uh, have you seen the bedroom? And it's like, the fuck? And it's like, oh no, there's a mood thing that comes in when I was like, oh, shut up, you dick. He's a, Absolute <laughs> knobhead, this guy, Dave. I don't like him now at all, and I get why everyone else was saying it. he's a bit sleazy, if I'm being honest. He, he does come across quite sleazy, but Chris, talk about a fucking blagger. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I can. Th there's a one percent part of me that can embrace the fact that okay, so if you're locked away in these pods and whatever for a couple of weeks, then you can get to the point where you're gonna you know, be infatuated with someone, think you're in love and make a proposal. 1% of me thinks that. The other part thinks, right, you're all full of shit. You just need to get through to the next round. But but let's embrace that 1%. 
But Zach, for Zach to do it again, (laughs) I mean, let's face it, you know, because he was saying to Irina and stuff, you know, I love you and all this, that and the other. And, you know, yourself, if you've broken up with someone, you don't fucking last thing you want to do is actually get with someone else. Even if you think, you know, the one that got away, you don't just go and fucking propose to them as well, (laughs) especially not dressed like the fucking Joker again. So... (laughs) Yeah, I, when he did that, I mean, to be honest, when, when they both showed up, I was a bit disappointed because I said, you know, she, Bliss comes across like she's quite authentic, quite genuine. But if she does come back, then it will be for the, <laughs> the social media uh, fame and whatever. Yep, sure enough, she showed up. But uh, as you say, I, I think she was okay. She was a bit guarded. And, you know, she said she, she was sort of making him work for it a bit. But then, uh, yeah, when it came to the proposal, I'm just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> you know, again, it's just Zach clinging on with his fingernails. Please let me make it to the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I also didn't like from Zach. What was he saying now? It's something like, you know, I, I know I've made mistakes, but we all, we were always going to end up here. And it's like, well, don't count your fucking chickens yet, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. he, he just seems, it's what I was saying, even when he was with Irina, he comes across sometimes like he's got all the answers instead of just listening. And, and you know, he, he almost comes across like he knows best. And yeah, I, I just, it comes across like a cock. I agree. Yeah, he's just a bellend, absolute bellend. But but I will say, Dave, I mean, these episodes are running. It's 50 minutes, this episode. Again, took a lot to get going. There was just a couple a couple of little snippets here and there, which we've talked about. But again, it's gone. I think it's just gone off a bit, to be honest. I think, I think we're in for a bit of a slog here, mate, for the next two episodes. <laughs> yeah, I, I must admit, it was a bit of a slog, wasn't it? I, I think, I fear... We might have had the best already. Yes, because um, so. <laughs> yeah, this is a definite step down. I think episodes four and five I thought were quite good for the drama and everything. I thought last episode was a little bit of a step down, but yeah, this one was was quite dull. So rather than chomping at the bit to get to the next episode, I'm kind of like, oh no, I hope it's not another slog like this one. So, <laughs> well, also let's I see. Like- we will be recording another one, but I am actually going on holiday, so that's going to delay it slightly for everyone out there listening. So if if you're waiting on our dulcet tones, we have to wait a lot. Not yet. This is another week yet, so we'll, we'll try and squeeze another one in there if we can. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. You messaged me first. You voiced me before. I'm like, uh, I think we've hit the peak. <laughs> and I feel like, no, that's the proper Darth No, but uh, let's see. Let's see, Dave. I mean, and also, I do. we're talking about slogging and things like that, Dave. Now, I, I do think you were going to slog me over the head with a bat because there was a few comments on Facebook about me suggesting Love Island and Maths UK, and someone's just like, do it, do it. It's like, no, leave us alone, okay? <laughs> so... Friendship could be over forever. I can't remember. Wait, when is it's Maths UK that's starting first, isn't it? Uh no, I think I think Love Island starts first in June. Oh, it starts right. early, and then then because usually it's Love Island. Fucking and hell, Maths, we're, we're like in the middle of 
fucking May, fucking May now, I know, we? I know. And then math starts in September usually. So, uh, all right, let's skate over that day very quickly. It was all positive until I brought that up. Okay. So, if you do want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to post on social media at cdrealitycast, please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. Come and join us over there, guys. Thank you for everyone over there and all your support. We really appreciate it. And also, if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So, today's roll call of honor is Kent, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren Hennessy, Susan Dealey, Katie Libby, Joanna Noreen, Chloe, Brianna, Helen Keith, Gillian Zoe, Kristen Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie Fiona, Emma, Nicholas, Macy, Alex, Helen, and Larissa. So, thank you so much, guys, uh, for your support. Amazing work. So, Dave, we live to fight another day with reality TV. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters, and we'll speak to you next time. Bye.